Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's an S-Pod thing. The podcast revisiting S-Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge-watched this, anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests help me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think Do you think one of the problems with this show is that seven is too much? It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Elizabeth Hurley, she then popped up to do the T's and C's. Yes. Again, another sort of, another booking that really sticks out for being, you know, uh, they were playing the Austin Powers music behind Elizabeth Hurley. They literally were, weren't they? Is that her last Mm. film or was it Bedazzled, the awful remake of Bedazzled? (laughs) It was that, but I mean, I would have much preferred to have the Peter Cook uh, song, which comes from Bedazzled, where he plays a pop star. No, no, it's Dudley Moore going, love me, love me. And Peter Cook going, you fill me with inertia. Yeah. You fill me with inertia. Yeah. It would be such a lovely thing to see Elizabeth Hurley <laughs> playing that one. Peter Cook is behind just going, you fill me with inertia. Yeah. I'm I'm cold. I'm shallow. You drive me wild, you drive me wild. I did look up Austin Powers, 1997, so that was 23 years (gasps) since she's really done anything that we could say was of note. Apart from she's photographed a lot at Elton John AIDS fundraisers and in bikinis, which I believe she sells. It was astonishingly weird, just weird. They just sort of appeal for her to please do it next year as well. Oh, I know. Again, seemed sort of a bit, it's not going to set the world on fire. No. You know, and just trying to do your booking through the thing of going, please come on next year, Mm. please. Stuffer. Nope. <laughs> we are again her. We are not for her. And then we saw the couple's choices. So they got yeah. to choose the dances that they'd done through the series that they wanted to reprise. Harvey and Jeanette, again, starting with their American Smooth. Oh, that was... So good. I mean, just unbelievable. Moxie Absolutely called it the dance amazing. of the decade. And yeah. it really was. One of the nicest things about this, of course, was watching Harvey just blubbing his way through this. Oh, my Watching God. Jeanette blubbing away through it this so and then cutting to see Aliash blubbing his oh, way through it as well you know head off it was so cute and also the so little nice. I think before the couple's choice obviously they're trying to build emotion and say what does what does this mean to you and what and all that you know there's a lot of say something nice about your partner without crying you can't can you look you're crying um but there was a real sense as I was watching this dance because it was just clearly outstanding but a real sense of the bubble beginning to burst. Like, it's not just the end of Strictly. When you've done your last dance with your glittery, lovely, shiny, sparkly partner, you're going back to your home, probably to a tier four neighbourhood. You can't see yeah. your family for Christmas. It's it's a real end of the affair thing. Like, it's this is this is coming to an end and it's doubly sad. Yeah. So it was a really bittersweet thing to watch them all so emotional, to watch them just make this dance 
the finest way to bid the whole show farewell. It was just yeah. lovely. I think as well, I mean, one of the things that really was the strength of this series is you had three people who could have won this series and everyone would have been happy. You know, I, I, I'd, I'd, said, I'd written down on my notes exactly what you said earlier, which is when, when Bill was named the winner, I sort of thought to myself, I would not have been in any way less pleased had it been Harvey or Maisie Me I think too. You know, any of those results would have been great yeah and so that was a nice thing them going in where they had no idea yeah there was no front runner there was no Kelvin this year who no. you believed you know he was obviously going to be the winner yeah. you just didn't know how it would go and I think that made you know the emotions also big because it felt like a group win that was sure. that was what was it nice really about it really did didn't it absolutely mm. i really enjoyed and in the judges uh sort of judging of this dance uh <laughs> shirley's you know what i'm going to say shirley's oh, seven peas i've been waiting for 500 years to to, to, to to do this quote and then she didn't really so much do a quote as say something lo- lots of words beginning with p that didn't really make a proper sentence it was but it was fine <laughs> the, 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 uh, when she said the seven peas as well i I, mm. I hadn't thought about the number but i thought it was going to be perfect perfect Perfect, perfect. <laughs> no, I thought it was going to be proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. And <laughs> yes. I thought, is she going to say this? Is, is that going to come out? And her one, she went proper. And I was like, oh, Christ, Here it comes. this is exciting. But no, it was it was it was not worth waiting seven years no, or whatever for, have, for those those words. No, she did hype it, and it did <laughs> hang in the air after she said it with with no audience and and everyone just a little bit quiet. Yeah, uh, one of my favourite bits of hanging air as well is is Craig was saying I'm going to give better marks and everything, and there was a slight pause, and he said um, I must be very ill or something, and you could see everyone go. Not today, mate. No, not, not no, the, uh, no. <laughs> not... <laughs> I think I must have some kind of virus. No, of... no, no, no. no. <laughs> We're all trying to forget it exists. And um, my other, my other favourite bit of this bit of the show uh, was Tess, Tess's continual apology that she didn't have any tissues. And I think clearly this means next year there will be a sparkly box with Tess's tissues on the yeah. front that she will dole out to sobbing contestants. When you, necessary. you have just given away for free an idea that the BBC would have paid for. <laughs> I know. Um, Tess, Tess's whole thing as well of I've of, of, of got tissues and everything I don't think anyone expects a glamorous television host no. to be carrying a wad of Kleenex around with them She never has pockets in those dresses These are not of the kind of dresses doesn't. that have any room for a pocket and, it, and it's a funny thing of sort of going I'm both the television host but at heart a normal caring mother I'm just a mum I'm just a mum just a mum <laughs> but I don't have any, any tissues because I'm working now <laughs> you know but it's it's a funny thing to constantly And also I have about. no particular use for tissues myself having no <laughs> Uh, tear glands. Occasionally, the dipstick does need to be checked for my oil <laughs> levels. <laughs> Stop. But some some humans do not like to get the grease on their puny flesh hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I mean, just a, a spectacular, spec, spectacular dance. It was it's, worthy of every one of those tens and so much more. Really it was, was and it's sad dance. that they dropped through Craig the two marks that would have made this I a know, ninety because it I could know. have been a ninety and it should have been a ninety. They deserved it. They were flawless. They really did. So next we move on to the uh, the last dance of Jamie and Karen. <laughs> Um, this is where he said he completed Strictly. Did, I, did you complete Strictly? Yes, you did, he said to himself, because no one was actually asking him. They did their street dance to Everybody Dance Now. Yeah, this was like um, when those anti-drugs acting troops used to come to your school. <laughs> and they would, yes. uh, they would yes. perform at school assembly. It really was. If somebody offers you marijuana, maybe you should think this. <laughs> Instead of smoking it, why don't you say to them, let's dance. Everybody <laughs> dance, and it was 
uh, a bit like that, wasn't it? It just they're also wearing these sort of like crisscross style clothes a lot in this in, baggy in their jeans street dances, and tracksuit tops, and yeah, that Steve Buscemi cameo of you know what's up, <laughs> fellow high school kids. It just <laughs> sinister. <laughs> Absolutely sinister. It's, yeah, he's too old for that shit. Um, this but, was excruciatingly basic compared to what we've we've just been watching. You know, the previous really three dances. Yes, no, completely. It wasn't even in the same ballpark, the same sport, whatever. But um, out of the three dances that Jamie did, he sort of was better in this one. Mm, yeah. As in, he seemed to find his um, his synchronisation with Karen again. Look, I'm saying something nice. Um, it was really funny. I, had, I didn't actually watch the final all-in-one chunk last night because I was having a quick drink with my lovely friend Katie Locke. Mm. And she mentioned that her mum listens to this show and uh and and says things to her like oh i see uh jamie was on the it takes you this week julia won't be happy about that i had no idea you were even listening <laughs> hello katie's mum i love you and thank you for listening that in. but um this was of, of his three dances the best of the three mm. but again i will never forgive that show no other dancer has had this privilege this no. n- not commented upon privilege of only doing street dances of, of, of just quickly being removed from anything that would make it difficult for him he's been treated like a member of the royal family in a way that I just do not understand. Mm. Um, it's it's baffling that somehow his privilege from outside the show has has somehow translated into a privilege being a contestant uh, on this show. Why are they giving him such easy breaks? Why didn't they push him? Why didn't they make him do something more challenging? Yeah, I, I entirely agree. And I think, you know, you could have ended up as well with a, a final that had you been doing this from an earlier point of view that would have had Ranveer in. And at yeah. least we would have had some beautiful, beautiful ballroom as well. And a good storyline. And four people that you felt, oh, what a wonderful set of finalists. I had know. a couple of moments where we, we joked last night, like, oh, Jamie keeps ruining this final for us. And it was never when he was dancing. It was when it cut back to the whole cast reunited at their cabaret tables and I saw Ranveer just smiling sweetly mm. and enjoying the show but with a slight air of regret about her yeah. Clara sitting next to her and I just thought I, I, I wish with all my heart either of you two should be here it shouldn't be that blonde mm. bastard I'm sorry mm, no I agree I, I'll stop talking about him now because I'm done I'm done with you biscuits it was, it was also he, you know because he is the one there who had no chance of winning it was just like they no should have said. No chance at all. It's it's almost as if he wasn't as good as the other three couples. Exactly. When, when, you know, mm. when, when you have like school football matches and one of the sides is already 13-0 down, at half-time, yeah. often the ref goes, well, you know, I called half-time 15 minutes early and we're going to play 10 minutes and then the game's over because there's no point, you know, it's, there's, no point. there's no point humiliating them. They'll feel bad. And I slightly felt that about this. I was like, we've got to a point now where he's not going to win. So maybe no. we should just go, Jamie, you've done your two dances. Listen, love, we're just going to make a quick Sit change to the running out. order. Go, get yeah. out. Get out. Because <laughs> it used to be, do you remember it was really brutal in the old finals of yeah. your a few years back? It used to be, I think, maybe three couples and only two would get to do their show yeah. dances because one would be eliminated with the least votes after the first half of the show. Yeah. So if they'd done that, we wouldn't have had to put up with Jamie all the way through the night. We'd have basically been able to remove him. But obviously because of the COVID thing yeah. and the trying to keep everything uplifting, it was it was everyone, no one gets left behind. But I would love to have seen him Go I, early, I thought having four four people as well. It was it was like two and a half hours. This such a long show. I mean, It was so long with four. That's why people. I had to stop for a pint with my friend. Yeah, well, it was exhausting. Uh, what, what you end up is you end up with twelve dances, which is basically one of the opening shows, and the opening yeah. shows are 
monstrously long. Too long, you know. Yeah. And and I felt I felt that with this, it was just like I, I, I now did. want to see the best of the best. I don't want to see the rest of the best. If you see what I mean, no. you know. It, uh, no, in. quite so. Quite uh, so. Motsi did say about it. I think this was your personal best dance in the whole series, and uh, and I think she was right. I'd agree with that. That's that's pretty much the best he can be. I think there's something else you're going to agree with here. Shirley said, "I will carry the joy of your mm. dance in my heart forever." <laughs> yes. No. I mean, it's it's almost like she was channeling how I was feeling in that moment. <laughs> it's like I was glove puppeting Shirley. Yeah. Um, um, look, yeah. let's let's. Let's crack on and let's get on with something we enjoyed, which was Bill and Otie doing their classic street commercial dance uh, again. The one to Rapper's Delight. Which is a really good move. When I heard they were finishing on this, I was like, yes, please. For me, this is one of now the iconic dances of Strictly. I think it's it's one of the most enjoyable dances you've ever seen in Strictly. One that is, yeah, and one that's funny and sort of, you know, silly, but is also brilliantly danced and that's been something which has been yeah something which often you know the 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 funny charming ones aren't often the best dance ones and the fact that this was both absolutely perfect i just it's proper an expression of joy this dance it really is it really is and it's the one again whether you liked it or loathed it the show dance and this really understood the choreography really played to the fact that he is He's a comedian, but he's a light entertainment performer. He understands what this show is for people. He, yeah. He's the, the one that had such empathy about how this show's kind of kept the nation going in a way. And it really has. I'm not going to pull any punches there. It definitely has kept us going. It's kept me going. Mm. But he understood, this dance understood, that, that we're watching a, a, an all-round entertainment. There's funny in it. There's skill in it. There's a really good tune that everyone can you know get along with it's it was just an a, a consume it was yeah, an all-round piece of entertainment yeah great i mean every element was there wasn't it just so charming really really good i mean you know shirley said you're a performer of the highest quality and it really was high quality as you say every single one of yeah. those choices is a big tick and together it's just something magical really brilliant and i would even argue because he's like a bearing bearing in mind his great age mm. <laughs> um, you know this is the third dance in a very long night incredibly high energy stuff he's had to do so far you know he's done a quick step which would knacker anyone out to, to finish with this very physically demanding every single note is dance yeah. routine i'd say he did look infinitesimally tired compared to how he had done in the first two dances but he still was just you could see I could actually see him pushing through the physical knackeredness on adrenaline and joy and just wanting to drink every bit in it was so lovely wasn't it lovely wasn't it lovely and I think that was the moment as well that you watch and you go you you know you've got every chance of winning this now the minute I heard they were doing this routine Mm. I I saw him lifting the glitter ball in his zoot suit (laughs) I was like what the 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 dance you choose to do last is the one you're going to be lifting the trophy in which one is it and I knew he'd win the minute they chose that I knew and and, you know those pictures actually of him holding it with Oti they look great in those suits Mm, it really makes it look sort of like you know like a smart event (laughs) so cool thank thank god it wasn't you know Jamie dressed as a 12-year-old picking it up. Um, (laughs) If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto World. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. Oh, can I just say, Craig only gave them a nine for Bill and Oti. Only. Oh, uh, yes. And he'll do the same for Maisie and Gorka as well in, in a dance that they... I mean, these were ten dances on the final dances of the series it was yeah. it's the, the the decision i keep going on about it but it was absolute wrong decision and not wrong decision from a marking point of view but from an entertainment a television and an audience point of view yeah all of those things it was ridiculous to sort of go i'm gonna for some reason pick a hole in that but all i can say is and yeah especially when he could find nothing to actually say during the judging no. about it all i can say is the final scoreboard we'll go back and talk about the quick step in a minute but the final scoreboard was everybody on 88 and jamie and karen on 84 maybe mm. it was a i can't imagine the maths were really being thought about that much but it did leave you in sort of no doubt as to it being anybody's game except jamie and karen yeah um i suppose in that way it was kind of giving them all a fair shot because the, the, they don't go to the school board for nothing at the end even though the scores don't count they give you a visual representation no. of look it's anybody's game which i suppose is the one good thing you can say about their scoring yeah i mean i mean i think you know there would have been a nice thing had harvey or Maisie had actually beaten bill in the in i the, know the and still not one then yeah, you have yeah. a nice thing of going Going, you know, Bill has won because, you know, caps the hearts and minds. But, you know, Maisie, you the know, the de facto the, the, the winner, spiritual yeah. winner or, yeah. yeah, you know, the the electoral college. Um, exactly. The popular, and the popular vote. vote. Exactly. Exactly. But this this dance was magical. I loved their quick step. Mm, amazing. Um, yeah. Maisie and Gorka, just the speed around that dance floor, the distance they covered. She, I mean, she. I love the styling for this dance as well. They did a lot of old Hollywood, those two, this this episode, and I just yes, loved it. Yeah. Um. And and exactly what I wanted to see. You know, a week before Christmas, I, I completely, I ate this up with a spoon. It was like casting a lovely twinkly spell, just beautiful, wasn't it? And Craig said, you know, absolutely terrific, fantastic, and I think terrific is is the perfect word for what yeah. she does. There's a wholesome thing that is not just brilliant and beautiful it's also what she does is impossible and it is it is just what a terrific performer what a terrific performance and what a terrific dancer oh, you know all of those just 
It's so wholesome and good. Every time she came on, I would look forward to seeing what she was going to do. Me too. And every time you'd just go, that was brilliant. That was great. There's no question, win or lose, Maisie's career as a 19-year-old. God, she's so ridiculously young. She's she's barely older than my son, who I still see as a tiny baby. Um, he's 11. <laughs> he'd be very embarrassed now. But um, she's got it all ahead of her. I had never heard of her because I don't watch EastEnders anymore. Yeah. And now she is... The most famous 19-year-old in the country. She's had all that exposure. She has the shop window for her talent has been, you know, wonderful. And she can if do this, what the if hell this girl she can likes sing. now. Oh my god, that's it. If We're this girl can sing, water. she is yeah. she is just it well, she she's in the West End. She is going to be doing, you know, Annie Get Your Gun or whatever, oh, you know, and it's Eliza do little she'll do something brilliant next. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Exactly that. She she'll be our next Martine McCutcheon. I mean quite oh. literally, she'll come from East Enders, she'll go to <laughs> performing and stuff and uh, I Cara Toynton so. is the perfect example of that as well. Cara Toynton, former East Ender, well, yes, one strictly yes. Goes on to do Eliza Doolittle in the West End. The Sound of Music on TV and stuff. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah. I once saw her reading her um, script notes in a Chinese restaurant in East Finchley. And uh, she had the, she had them. Um, they were half half size, and so she was wearing a little pair of glasses. That's um. It's <laughs> <laughs> why are all your stories? I observed her from a distance. <laughs> I'm uh, like, do you just follow these women? <laughs> following is is strong. Um, <laughs> do, do I do I change things to, if I know they're going to be around? Well, yeah, sort of. Who doesn't? <laughs> oh my god, you're terrifying! I did really enjoy as well Motsi hijacking the end of this, um, the sort of judges' comments to basically just. She was in tears at the the, the efforts of everyone. Obviously, it's echoed by by Tess and Claudia later, mm. but the efforts of everyone to be away from their families to make this show. Um, and and just to just to give them of themselves for eight weeks, yeah. missing out on so much, sacrificing so much. She stood, was in tears. Everyone stood. I was crying. Everyone in the studio seemed to be crying as well. Mm. Um, it was just really, really lovely. It was a really nice moment. I, I did, you know. Again, I, I think it's fine when the judges do it. I mean, the, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the little package that they did in a sec. But I, yeah. I, I do think I do think the show itself with its voice has to be a bit careful about the way it says its importance and i think when moxie does it it's fine but almost you would sort of go let's ease off on that now but of course they had a video package ready to go that they could not get out of um no exactly it was like i I think moxie went rogue mm. i don't think she was supposed to do that and she just was overcome with the desire to say thank you we cut to bruno as well in la uh, and he had a he had a (laughs) a, a pre-recorded piece that had no relevance to the show that had gone out Keep it vague, Bruno. Keep it vague. Yeah, it was. What a wonderful... Oh, those show dances. Weren't they incredible? Any of Such you could win. Such a wonderful night. Any of you could win. <laughs> I can't remember if anyone became injured and was unable to perform as planned. <laughs> but, I mean, hopefully that did not come to pass. And congratulations to the man or woman who has won this. Um, yes. I mean, he seemed like the ghost of the feast. We've just been through a whole series of this. They even had a little bit in the dance at the end where Anton did a thing of holding up his ten paddle in front of Craig's I know. thing. He got a tiny little memorial as a judge for two weeks, you know? Yeah, didn't he? And I did sort of think mm. with Bruno, I was like, now we've done the series, we see that we don't need him back Let's put Anton in. It's fine without him. Yeah. Seeing Bruno there continually going, I cannot wait until I return and I am back for next series. And it's that slight mm. Noel Edmonds thing of saying it so it's out there in the universe. I know. Cosmic yeah. ordering. Yes, yes. <laughs> I really want Anton to be a judge so hard now. Like yeah. It's just, 
it'll really disappoint me if they give him another yep. two weaker like next series. It would be such a disappointment. I, I feel like, you know, like all shows, Strictly evolves and things. Sooner or later, a judge has to go. This to me, why you would think about bringing Bruno back next season, I, I just, I wouldn't, mm. I just can't understand what the thinking would be there other than some stupid yeah. contract signed four years ago, which has still got loads of years to run on it. Yeah, now I've seen Anton as a judge, it feels weird that he's not a judge. Yeah, it just makes it? no sense. None at anymore. all. I think also they should have made a bit more of him having done it. You know, I'd have stuck him on for the final as well, to be totally. honest. You know, it's nice that you can say they got 40s and there's one year where you have to have an asterisk that said this was the maximum score oh, that there were three I know, judges. I know, I know. You know, mm. sports. The T's and C's came up and they had Paul McCartney and Idris Elba. They did. Um, I, I looked at this and I thought, why didn't they get Idris Elba to do Joanna Page's one? Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Rather than have the two of them together. There was yeah. a bit where poor old Paul McCartney, Idris Elba was speaking in his London voice mm. and Paul was like, oh, I'm going to take him off. And he just did this awful he obviously thinks Idris Elba is an American actor but he also <laughs> did the voice of going he is a black American actor right. from the 70s from black exploitation oh, films Paul McCartney probably. is in his 70s like it's I get it but oh no and then he got the TNCs wrong he did, he couldn't he couldn't do .co.uk. He couldn't do it, so he just didn't do it. And no one corrected him. Um, and obviously, this was to trail later in the evening, um, a Christmas special or whatever, an interview. Idris Elba talks to Sir Paul McCartney, where Idris Elba, who, to be honest, I've always thought was pretty, but I don't. I don't think there's much going on up top. I've seen him do a few things as himself. He's really not got. There's, not, there's nothing alive up there that I can really yeah. see. Just pretty. Um, <laughs> but he basically starts the interview by saying, "I haven't really planned what I'm going to say. I'm just going to busk it." At which point, every journalist in the country just went, F you, mate. F you. You've got Paul McCartney, you total bastard. Just just (laughs) imagine if other branches, like, you know, being a bus driver... And you went, well, to be honest, this is my first day, but I haven't Ugh. really I haven't really found out what the bus does, but let's have a go, shall we? Yeah. Any other job, yeah. you'd be immediately dismissed. In television, people go, so cool, so cool. On primetime BBC One. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not Idris Elba's fault. Anyone who was asked, hey, you're famous and sexy. Do you want to interview Paul McCartney? Of course you're going to say yes. Mm. But whoever made that programme, death be upon them. Not death. <laughs> plague of bees. A plague of bees be upon you. You're going to have to do the next series of Flog It. That's what we're going to do. You're going to be in charge of One of those of ones that. where you hang around an airport asking people where they're going. Just <laughs> yeah. screw you, mate. That was the worst decision ever. We then had the, the fantastic catcher in Nicola Adams. Oh, dance. my um, God. Lovely. She's no longer moving like a boxer. No. Uh, she, she's moving like a sex panther. It was a and, sexy, uh, hot, ballroomy. Enjoyed that. Number in hold, there were some incredible tricks. Mm. Katia flipped over her back at one point. Yep. It was really sizzling. They they allowed Katia to be sexy again. It's almost like they gave her back her sexy wings. Yep. Like she's, she's done penance in a whole series being sexless. Uh, for obviously the, the the crimes of her past life. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, you may now return to the Strictly Fold as the hot piece of arse you really Absolutely. are. Absolutely. And Nicola just was allowed to be, Nicola was very sexy, but she was allowed to be commanding, mm. more masculine, yeah. kind of rather than just androgynous. She was sort of leading a very much led dance, man leading woman, if it was an old fashioned yeah, sort of she was She was um, strong pairing. and she was powerful and she was... Just gorgeous. You know, uh, uh, it, it was great. I mean, it just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm so glad that in a, an episode that I really, really, really enjoyed, they also gave yeah. us that extra bonus bit of going, this Me is too. what you would have seen had things not gone wrong. And this was the thing which you and Julia had complained 
was not going to happen that we were relieved about. What did we so, what did we say? Bang, they listen. Here it is. They listen. Here it is. It's okay guys. We you don't have to say it, but we know you're listening and we thank you. <laughs> we thank you. You made steam come out of my ears. It was delightful. It was very I very good. I really enjoyed myself. We we both we both enjoyed that. No, and then we went through you know a bit that again it was you would not have believed that the one thing that we wouldn't want at, on the like 19th of December at seven o'clock would have been really any mention of Christmas and how great Christmas was going to be and yeah. how Christmassy we mm. all felt. So we had Robbie Williams coming out um, dressed as Morrissey. Um, at- to be honest, it was it was appropriate, I thought, because he's now got this thing. He used to do this when he was like on drugs a lot when he was younger mm. um, and starting his solo career. But now he just sings with this very crazed thousand yard stare. Yeah. Like he's... He's he's got something else to do. He's just he'll be back in a minute. He's just about to leave, and it's very uncomfortable to watch. It looks like he's always just about to yeah, go. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> and, I watched it and I thought, is he is he anxious? Is he nervous about this? But I think you're absolutely yeah. right. I don't think it is. I think I think there's a part it's of odd. him that is just going. I hope people aren't going to think this looks desperate, and I and this song is crap. It does look desperate, and it did. It was crap. Yeah, it wasn't a good song. And maybe if I have a distance to it, they'll be able to look at me and go, "Oh, he doesn't believe in it, so it's all right." No, makes it worse. I wrote down. <laughs> I wrote down horrifically cynical, festive dirge, <laughs> and and then it started to snow. And I think you're right. I think that's what the look is. I think it's. Yeah. I know what this looks like. Yes, I have put on a glittery jacket that I wouldn't be seen dead in, and I do know now this is my future I've got to trot out it was just it was like I think some of the words of the song were Christmas 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 it was just let's hope this replaces you know the wizard one if you are a pop star and you go do you know what I'm going to do I am going to travel the road that Alexander Armstrong has created it's not a good road with a Christmas it's lucrative it's, it's lucrative, lucrative and fair play to him, I understand. So's arms dealing, you know. <laughs> she needed new work tops, it's totally fine. Whatever, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, yeah, it, was... it, didn't, it didn't come over well. It would have been bad any day, but I just felt that, that this one, with someone being a bit ironic and glib about Christmas, you know, I could have done without that. And yeah. then they had the, the former contestants coming out to do their oh, dance. And God. Again, I mean, it, the choice of songs were All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. Fine, sure. Okay, cool. It, it then went into Sweet Caroline with the chorus, hands, touching hands. Which didn't really work until Caroline Quentin came out. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's why. Touching oh. me, touching you in the middle of the pandemic. Inappropriate. And then it came on Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. That's Obviously, I the thought dance was that, you know, Anton had done. a terrible decision. It was, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it you, was shambolic. <laughs> it was a bit like you'd given a quite arsy stand-up. You'd gone, yeah. we need three songs for the Strictly final. And he'd gone, um, well, there's a virus on, so Sweet Caroline for the hands-touching-hands bit. Um, <laughs> let's do Always Look on the Bright Side of Life because everything's absolutely shit everything's at the minute. everything's terrible, yeah. And yeah. then that Mariah Carey one, just to start, um, on the day that um, <laughs> Boris has cancelled Christmas. and it just I mean, to be fair, that was obviously planned long before. Uh, the shit show that unfolded. Ex- yeah. And it could not have been any more unlucky. I think that was the, know, the, the thing that was harsh about it. And actually, it was, it was really emotional because it was the end of Strictly and, and we're all slightly facing mm. a bleak future this morning like i mean not 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 long term but like mm. the idea that strictly is over for me now is i'm i'm a little bit hungover and i'm quite sad this oh. um but it but it sort of it slightly fell apart at the end the choreography did and maybe i don't know how long they had to rehearse maybe only a few days but mm. um it wasn't a brilliant end it wasn't like a great big whoomph no. of a collective joy it was a little bit of life and just there was no kind of 
at full stop on the series for me. It was a no. little oh. no. But there was enough emotion to carry you through to the end. It was. I fine. think so. They 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 did a big um, compilation video right at the end, which was sort oh, of going think, around the UK. Yeah. yeah, I mean most. Um, I mean it's which always surprising sweet. when you see Camilla sort of talking <laughs> that was on. Odd. I, I do find myself thinking, has she got? Is she an official person now, or is she? Still well, just... I, well, she. I guess she's the, the, the. She will be the king consort, I suppose, or whatever yeah. in, uh, in time to come. But she she's just had really bad press again because of the crown, obviously yeah. because you know. It was portrayed as, you know, an affair or whatever. So it was quite an odd choice to get Camilla when mm. I think she's a bit unpopular again at the moment. But um, yeah, I, I, suppose she, I suppose she's the most sort of senior female royal apart from yeah. uh, Her Majesty. And Her Majesty's hardly going to come on for Strictly, is she? But um, <laughs> I, I say Her you Majesty. You nailed the shit out of that dance, <laughs> It's not a message from Queen. It's a message from the Queen. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. It was first class. And I did, you know, it was a big celebration, this video, of, yeah. you know, how important Strictly has been during the sort of lockdown, of the COVID yeah. era. I, I did find it a little bit unusual that what mm. you have is nurses paying tribute to the brave people in tv who have somehow kept it going there is it is worth saying everyone on strictly has been very very well paid they aren't particularly (laughs) inspirational because to get the money they've agreed to go to a hotel i mean that's true there was a thing of you know this is the people who have put this show on are heroes i i would say it's great that strictly kept going i think it was really important I think uh-huh. when a television show is, is making its own videos about how great the people making the television show well, is, I think when they go home feeling like I did a wonderful public service today. Yes, you did. You also did your job. And if we're <gasps> You not... sound like the government, Mark, for pity's sake. These people are heroes. They're frontline workers as far as I'm have bloody concerned. A BBC tribute to teachers <laughs> and, and nurses that really sort of like but bigs them up. By people in the television industry. I'm not sure it should be the other way around. I think they just take a pay rise. <laughs> just give them a pay rise instead. I don't think they well, give a yeah, shit about being exactly it. I agree with that. I, I should think Claudia and Tess also will now be negotiating for a pay rise for their stellar work during the lockdown. Uh, and I, I have a feeling they're more likely to get it than anyone else. Do you know what? I think you're right. Sad but true. I think yeah, some people who deserve it probably aren't going to see any extra dollars next year. And then, of course, we had the the actual <gasps> trophy itself. The end and I thought the nice thing about this was, I mean, I mean, not just that that Bill won. I thought his reaction to it was wonderful, and oh, there was no punching so the air. Sweet. No, Jamie, Jamie would have punched the air and then probably punched Karen. Yeah. I'm guessing yeah. <laughs> just in, in sheer like, yes, this I is told mine. you, I told you, I was the best. You can't have it. We're not <laughs> sharing it. Um, <laughs> I, I Bill's reaction was so lovely and just sort of it was relief and disbelief and I thought it was just a really nice but the nicest thing that they did was they actually allowed Oti to be the only dancer that they're willing to almost treat as a personality you know yes completely they they built she won last year she did I mean she did the double which has never been mentioned in this they don't they don't talk about it because I think there was never any intention that she would be able to win it again this year Absolutely not. They didn't give her Bill because he was supposed to be a contender. That's no, the beauty of this. No, she won it because she is exceptionally great and she was coupled with someone who <laughs> they'd looked at and said, he's 100. So 
so he can't possibly move. <laughs> they underestimated the man with the grey hair. Yeah, and I just thought she was gorgeous in this. And, you know, Brilliant. That she, that they, they both spoke honestly and from the heart. Again, when's the last time we saw that on television? Yay. And she, she, she hugged and they hugged and it was just a lovely, lovely It's amazing, end. isn't it? You have to... One of the nicest ends to any series we've ever seen. It was seen. the correct ending and it was perfect. It was what we everyone needed and presumably the, you know, the audience did make it happen, but it was exactly what we needed. And... He, he, you have to keep reminding yourself, he's a comedian. Mark, you know, comedians are monsters. They're oh, pretty yeah. much to a man and woman. Some, some women are okay. Some of the men are okay. But they're monsters. They're, they're, they're self-aggrandizing, self-obsessed people. Mm. And you just never got a sense of that from Bill at all. He's a good guy. Yeah, completely. One of the few good guys. And he did. He came across as just straightforwardly lovely and underplayed it. He could have let suddenly at the end gone, yes, and really exploded with triumph and emotion. And he just was quietly trying to take it on board, was overwhelmed like anybody like you imagine you and I would be yeah if something that crazy and brilliant had happened to us you'd be just dumbstruck I'd throw the trophy at the camera I'd I'd try (laughs) and get it so it's smashed out in through everyone's tv screen it'd be amazing (laughs) but yeah I'd do something I'd do something that would entirely ruin it I loved as well because I forget and I think this is although we make jokes about Mozzie quite a lot when when her sister won Strictly for the second time yeah she was really emotional. It kept cutting back to her. She was crying and crying and crying. Yeah, and I, wasn't for, she? for a minute, I actually went, but why are they cutting to her? Why is she? I forgot they were sisters because she does really mm. judge them as a judge. Yeah, she does. There's she never does. any sense of favoritism at all. And no. it, it really, it was a lovely thing to see her finally letting down her judges guard and just going, yes, yeah. you go, girl. And she was just, ri- she was properly heaving. Uh, it, it was lovely. And it, it was, was just, lovely. and I was crying too. And it was just brilliant. And I think, you know, this, this so also, brilliant. this really, for me, you know, it, it really solidifies the fact that OT is just this uniquely brilliant talent. I love her oh, yeah. on television. I I I love the fact she has got this African accent. She is this multilinguist. She is an yeah. incredible dancer. She seems like a lovely person. She's just Every time you see her on television, she's a pro. I think it's just a great thing to see her do it again in a year where they didn't want her to do it again. I think you know. I know. Good news. But it turned out to be the correct story. Completely. That was the arc we all yeah. followed. And all I could that think about one. after this as well was a thought of Jamie Lang's girlfriend sitting at home thinking well at least thank god he's not going to have to propose to me now i've escaped for another day thank you bill thank you ot oh thank you (laughs) yeah they've literally they've probably saved her life in a roundabout way they saved her a lot of stress certainly um but yeah no the right result i think the country agreed well they clearly did they they picked up the phone but that was the result we needed no nasty surprises uh, particularly, I mean, I don't think it would have been different if we hadn't had the stupid government announcement before mm. it, but uh, just everybody looking at a, a much changed, much bleaker Christmas for some people and just wanting something lovely. And yeah. he said it, it's hope. It's, we see you out there. Some of you are alone. Some of you are really not coping with this well. Have hope, keep going, be strong. And he embodied that. And he was just, yeah. he was the person we needed all along. I'm so happy for him. I would love them to have had another pre-recorded bit with Bruno. Just going. <laughs> Just to really take the wind out of it. <laughs> I want to say congratulations to you. You were so good. The winner of Strictly Come Dancing. Partner was also excellent. I loved your dance. And the judges also did, giving it top stroke, nearly top marks. Delete as appropriate. <laughs> it would be great. 
Well, look, that is not just the finale of Aww. season 18 of Strictly Come Dancing. It's the Don't finale say it, Don't say it. of season two of The Curse of Strictly. Um, thank you oh very, God. very much uh, for, for joining us. Uh, we, we, there is literally no point doing it w- without you, although we literally really enjoy no. this also. So there is two of us would probably do it. We'd probably do this anyway. Aren't you going to say something about how I've been, I've been like your best friend and, uh, and you've ta- I've taught you so much and, and I'm a really amazing person as well as an amazing dancer please. i i obviously when we first meet our, our partners um <laughs> a lot of people are very excited very happy uh yeah 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 i, I, I mean i'd love to have felt like that but um i like i'm casting myself as a strictly pro here and you're just not letting me have that you're not even not even for one minute could you let me have that mark <laughs> happy christmas oh Oh man, uh, it would be it would be appalling to, to and remiss of me not to say how much I've enjoyed doing this, Julia. Really, I've really enjoyed it. It's always all a, joking a, a totes pledge. I've loved it too. Thanks, Mark. Oh, you, you big beardy that's idiot. Nice, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> um, look, thank you for listening as well. And obviously, as you know, we're not, we're not going to end up on a bad note or anything. But you know, obviously, it's been it's going to be a, a funny couple of weeks for everyone. A bit. But odd. I suppose. Look, if, if you can, if you can do it, and you're finding it hard, just remember why you're doing it, and you're doing it so that people aren't going to get ill, that people aren't going to be scared. Exactly. I think sometimes, you know, we live in a in a world at the minute where it's very, very difficult to to remember sometimes that everyone out there is by and large really, really nice and really, really lovely. Mostly. And if good. you bear in mind those people when you're going through the hardships, it seems a little less hard in some ways. If you do, however, live near Boris Johnson, just just <laughs> get pots and pans and set them up on string with a sort of rig so you can just <laughs> shake it all day long and go into the night. And if you've got two of you, take it in turns and shifts. Some of you sleep, but try and ruin his life. And if you could just make sure that he, if you do live near him or indeed Jimmy Biscuits, that they don't break the tier four lockdown in any yeah. way. And if they do, please report them immediately to the police <laughs> and me. And come and tell me on the strictly um curse of strictly twitter as well because i will yeah. be i'm ready i'm here for that I'm i love the waiting. fact that the curse of strictly podcast it, it slowly uh, is is changing as strictly goes off air <laughs> into a basically a neighborhood watch organization that is it's, it's basically shot it's vigilantes now <laughs> we're vigilantes so i will be there night or day on that Strictly Twitter account. Yeah. So please do come and find us at Curse of Strictly Pod. Um, and I, I just always come. I, I'm still watching. I'll always be watching, Jimmy. Next week, we'll have a podcast where we read out the names <laughs> of those who have infringed our new rules. Yes, uh, we And will. we'll be calling for summary punishment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> until then, uh, you've been uh, Julia Rayside. I've been Mark Haynes. And yes. Julia, I think you can, you can throw us out for the last time. My baby's asleep. I've been told I've got to be quieter. So, <gasps> Hush, little baby key. <laughs> Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that. Friends with friends and we're on Twitter at friends WF.